You're listening to Minnesota Native News. I'm Marie Rock. The Minnesota Chippewa Tribe has a new leader this year. The tribe is the centralized governing body for six Anishinaabe member nations, Boys Fort, Fond du Lac, Grand Portage, Leech Lake, Mille Lacs, and White Earth, all across the northern half of the state. Minnesota Native News correspondent Barbara Jean Myers met with the new state Ojibwe leader to better understand how her past is informing her vision for Anishinaabe people here today and into the future. I was just talking with one of the the staff members here today, and we think about, you know, our teachings and how that is affecting the decisions we have to make. And oftentimes we're like, man, our grandparents would have done this completely different. Are we on the right path? That's Beth Drost, the newly hired executive director of the Minnesota Chippewa Tribe. For Drost, asking that question is an essential part of her job. Because the colonized ways are different than the indigenous ways. And we're using a colonized form of government in order to get back to our roots as indigenous people. And you you wouldn't think that it, it, it would work, but we have to make it work. That's our job, to do this business within the structures that we have. And so anytime we can listen to an elder, we're getting back to who we are. And so if we can bring that into the governing of our land and our resources and our people, um, I think that, that we have progress. Drost grew up in Grand Portage and is an enrolled member of the Grand Portage Band of Lake Superior Chippewa. Her interest in tribal politics traces back to her childhood and especially to her father, the late Curtis Ganya. When Drost was a kid, her dad was at the heart of a battle to uphold Anishinaabe rights under the Treaty of 1854, the international agreement between Minnesota and Wisconsin's Lake Superior Ojibwe bands with the U.S. government. It was a a case where he shot a moose and later found that it was off reservation during a non-hunting season. And so he turned himself in and was cited, and then there was a long court battle with that. But I remember the American Indian movement, people who would meet my dad, and, and just being in that whole circle of people who were in in government, but also so deep-rooted in our tribal histories and in and, and our traditions. And by being a part of that, I think it just was was something that I just always knew was out there and wanted to fight for myself. That early exposure to activism and culture helped shape Dross Path. She was high school class president, and in college she studied political science, writing papers about her father's court case and treaty rights. After a stint working with the National Park Service, in 2019, she became the first woman elected chairman at her home tribal council in Grand Portage. Before leading the Minnesota Chippewa Tribe, she was executive director of the Cook County Grand Marais Joint Economic Development Authority. Drost is also the first woman to head the Minnesota Chippewa Tribe. Just being here and and knowing that my way as a woman is it can be accepted and can be something that we can be successful at. And being allowed to to open that door for those coming behind me is is really just amazing. Drost is working to bring the Minnesota Chippewa Tribe's government systems into the digital age. In addition, she hopes to raise the community's education, employment, and economic measures overall during her tenure. Admittedly, it's a big job. I asked Drost why this work is important to her. 
if I were to soul search, I'd say for belonging, to belong, to serve, to be a part of it. For someone who is, you know, I'm not a full-blooded Indigenous person and my children aren't enrolled. So I just kind of think, well, what am I doing this for? Why am I doing this? I guess I have hope that our people will continue to be here. And I guess we all follow the path that we're supposed to. And I can't argue with it. I can just follow it and do the work that brings me a feeling that I'm doing something that I can do. I guess that's one of the ways that I can explain it. It's just what I want to be doing. Reporting for Minnesota Native News, I'm Barbara Jean Myers. Minnesota Native News is produced by Ampers, diverse radio for Minnesota's communities, made possible by funding from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.